Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome into the early line. We're live right here on SportsGrid. It is a Thursday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie Wrightside, DRS, how are you feeling on this Thursday? Feeling good on a Thursday. Kind of interesting, too, Kevin. First time in a long time. Usually we're fired up for a Thursday night NFL game, but since it's week 18, there is no Thursday night NFL game. So we got you covered over the next two hours. We'll set the table for everything you need to know. Certainly so. Plenty to go through, but of course, still front of mind for everyone. Damar Hamlin, the latest that we have heard, uh, though it has been a while since we've had a. a super uh, different update is that he uh, is remaining in critical condition, though showing signs of improvement. Uh, Again, sending our best wishes. Uh, Ultimately, it has been positive news, and it seems, Donnie, to be trending in a positive direction. Yes, any good news is fantastic news for us as we wait. It would be nice, though, and I, I guess they can't do it yet due to some you know, protection laws there for the player himself, for the family themselves. But I would like to hear directly from a doctor at the hospital just to give us that true update on exactly what's going on, where they sit at this point. Now, hopefully we'll get that in the next 24 to 48 hours. But you're right. Everything we're getting right now on that secondhand information seems like it's all been positive, which is fantastic. Anything that we hear, we will certainly let you know as soon as possible. It still leaves Bengals bills in the air right now. It appears the NFL evaluating two different paths here with week 18 looking to be playing out as planned, which includes Cincinnati and Baltimore now getting a scheduled 1 p.m. start time. Uh, It appears that Bengals bills will be either paused and shut down completely ending in a no contest or will operate on its own in a week 19 standalone situation. Yeah, this is very interesting here. And yesterday, Troy Vincent did a long TV interview. I should have say a phone call interview, which was broadcast all over. There's a lot of options in the air what to do. Cancel it. It's a tie. Move the uh, weeks back a few times. And also a wild scenario, which we're going to talk about here in segment number two, which would send like half a league to a bye week. The other half would play just to have a catch up here. It's unprecedented here to move a football game this late in the season. We'll see what the NFL does. We certainly will. And again, give you those updates. We'll talk about it all in just a couple of moments. We also have got some quarterback updates for you. Justin Fields out week 18 against the Minnesota Vikings as they are, I think, making sure to protect Justin Fields, but also maybe making sure that they keep their chances for the number one overall pick alive heading into this 
week 18. And you know how my mind works right now as I take a look at those Chicago Bears and say, Kevin, are they actually getting an upgrade at quarterback in the passing game? No. Ooh, find it. Find out. No, I'll, 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 no, nothing's fine. That answer's no. The answer is definitively and no. What's a prop? 75 forward. yards? What is that prop? Yeah, I mean, I, I might just, I mean, well, listen, if his pass prop is Nathan Peterman's 75 yards, we'll talk. But is his rushing uh-huh. prop going to be 75 and a Ooh. half? We also got an update for the Washington Commanders who will go with Sam Howell. Against the Dallas Cowboys, they're a seven-point underdog in their game against the Dallas Cowboys. What a turn this took. All thoughts were that the Commanders would be pushing forward against a backup Dallas Cowboys. No, no, no. Backup Commanders here. Howell gets his first crack. Yeah, we're going to have some fun with this in a few segments because I got a lot. This is a meaningless game. But boy, it's time to take some shots at the Commanders. We're going to take the gloves off. I have an idea of who's going to be wearing the brunt of those shots. Mm. And folks, you know, it won't be Carson Wentz. Our radio audience is here on this Thursday morning. The early line, Sirius XM, Channel 159. Devontae Adams, apparently not looking to get out of Vegas, but won't say I was coming to Vegas. The quarterback position still up in the air. I think my favorite part of this is just some double confirmation that we all know Derek Carr will not be back in Las Vegas. No, he's certainly not. And what is Adams going to do? Walk in there and be like, hey, look, you, I'm either going to get Justin Herbert here or you're trading me. I mean, what kind of input are we having here on some of the quarterbacks? We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show as well. I think it is at least, again, a good thing to see because Devontae Adams is there almost entirely because of Derek Carr. So the fact that he's not saying, uh, yes, send me out, may be a good sign for the Vegas Raiders. In the NBA last night, we did see a 12-game win streak for the Brooklyn Nets snapped by the Chicago Bulls. This game was a blowout, and then the Nets made a run, and then the Bulls held them off. It was back and forth, a fun one to follow, but 121-112, to 112, Chicago gets it done. Yeah, can't win them all here. Brooklyn still will be fine at this point, so I don't think any uh, interesting thought processes will creep up from the Brooklyn. It's going, hey, you know what? We just can't win anymore. Let's break this team up. They'll be okay. Eventually, you're going to lose, and why not lose on the road? There you go. 44 for Kevin Durant in that loss. Speaking of loss, the Phoenix Suns are struggling. This group really, really missing Devin Booker. They are 20-19. and 19. They're 15 and six just a couple of weeks ago. The Cavs beat them 90 to 88. Donovan Mitchell's the encore performance. Uh, 51 less points. Still good enough, though, to get the win. Yeah, stayed under his points prop total. And also, how about that game? What is that, a throwback to like 1989 with that final (laughs) score? Crazy low scoring, but you'll take it if you're the Cavaliers. Certainly will. Other spots in the NBA last night. The Lakers win without LeBron against the Miami Heat in L.A. The Raptors erased a 16-point deficit in under two minutes against the Milwaukee Bucks just to lose to Giannis, who went for 30, 20, and 10. Stop the madness. And then the Pistons win in Golden State. I don't even know what these eyes were seeing uh, with that there. Everybody loved, though, the final three-point shots that were getting put up by both teams. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms 
and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back with you here on Sports Grid. We've got to try and take a look at what is on the table right now for Bengals Bills. As we talked about before that football game, it was the most important game of the season. Huge game, right? Exciting game. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, two of the five best teams in football. It was all very, very exciting going into it. But the importance of the game could not be overstated. The number one seed in the AFC. Potential ramifications for the back end of the wild card as well. And that, of course, all was going to shift the odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook for Super Bowl favorites and conferences. There's two options on the table right now from what I can tell in terms of Bengals-Bills, which either involves a no contest or this game being a standalone Week 19. I know you mentioned a potential third, Donnie. I guess maybe the best way to say it is it seems like they're uncertain as to whether or not this game will play. My initial question to you is, do you think that is an an acceptable outcome here that the NFL ultimately rules Bengals-Bills a no contest opposed to doing whatever they can to make sure that that game is finished. Because, and I think you're the point that we're going to bring up here is it's not going to be fair. We're not going to have where everybody goes, yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Awesome. Let's continue here. Unless they just say postpone week 18, which we're sitting here on a Thursday. They're not postponing week 18. It, we're way past that conclusion at that point here. So outside of that, by moving every game back and just having that as a standalone game, restart at that point, finish it, and then go on with the NFL season, that would be fair. But since they can't do that logistically, you're never going to get the outcome you want. And you're going to be penalizing teams one way or another. Like, let's just say it's a no contest. Okay, then you just go back to winning percentage. Oh, there you go. Kansas City is now the number one seed in the AFC. And the Bills go, hold on. We beat that team. Like, what are we talking about here? We didn't get enough the chance to play the games. And the Kansas City Chiefs will come back and say, man, you were going to play one of the best teams in the AFC on the road, and you were already losing that game. What do you think? You're going to come back and win that? We don't think you're going to win that. Therefore, it's a no contest. We should get home field advantage. Nothing the NFL does is going to work well for every single football team. But as we said, this isn't a normal circumstance, Kevin. You know how we go and say, who's going to make the playoffs this year? Ooh, look at what's going to happen here. Uh, This team holds the tiebreaker. This team has the percentage. This team has the division. This team has the conference. That's easy. That's painful by numbers there's no paint by numbers on the nfl in this scenario and as i said again everybody is going to have a gripe when this comes down to it but then again you ask yourself what do you want the nfl to do at this point so i i think i understand the point you're making but i think if 
anything they do that involves them playing the football game to me is then I will say, hey, listen, I know it's not great that this game's happening after week 18, but what did you want them to do? Them outright not playing this football game to me is, and I understand the circumstances obviously are far from ideal, but we all know that there is a movable week in the NFL calendar. A week that is not built for this purpose, but a week that is there. And if the NFL does not restart Bengals-Bills, Donnie, it does not come off to me like that is because they believe that's what's best for the circumstances. It's because they'll say, yeah, look, we got playoffs to hit, man. It's not our problem. We don't care who wins the Super Bowl. All right, so Chiefs the one seed, Bengals the one seed, Bills the one seed, not our problem. Oh, Ravens thought that they could win the AFC North. What do you want us to do? Nothing we can do about that. There's too much on the line still to me that Bengals Bills indicates. Because I understand your your point, right? Of the Buffalo being like, yeah. hold on, we 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 can win this football game. Which, by the way, yeah, sure, it's seven to three. The game is nine minutes old. It's the unless you people think that the Buffalo Bills are a terrible football team, a, a four point deficit nine minutes in is hardly ball game over. That's just not how that works. We've seen plenty of comebacks throughout this season of all kinds of magnitude here. So to drop this game off the schedule, it again, it's never going to be perfect. But that, to me, Donnie, is the bare minimum in terms of a, a solution here that I thought the NFL would be fighting for. Yes, and you know who else is probably fighting for it? The Cincinnati Bengals ownership group. You know why, Kevin? How many millions of dollars do they lose by canceling that football game? You're going to tell your fans, hey, but hey, once we kick off, man, that money's mine. Give me the parking. Give me the seats. They're going to have to refund all of those tickets, 65,000-plus plus parking in that environment from a team notoriously that loves to penny pinch. That also is going to be thrown into the equation as well, which also brings up the next point here, Kevin. If you're canceling weeks and pushing weeks back, there are ramifications around the NFL all the way around with people just working the game. TV crews, is the stadium rented out? Did you get hotel rooms here? There are so many things where you can't just say it's easy. It sounds easy for us, right? Hey, push this high school game back one week. No, the entire NFL schedule would have to move, and you would have to also, because we joke about this, right, Kevin? College football, hey, look, 2032, Miami versus Central Michigan. We have to do that 10 years in advance. Imagine the NFL moving about 15 games or so on a week's notice. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that can happen. Well, and so, again, I understand. I thought that the best-case scenario was Bengals-Bills being the next game to be played, opposed to running through the full Week 18 calendar. It is pretty clear that we are going to play Week 18 starting Saturday night with you know the Chiefs mm-hmm. and the Raiders going in then to yep. Jaguars-Titans. I, I get that. But I, I don't see how you just skip Bengals-Bills. I, I don't see how that is workable. I don't. Wouldn't you agree, Donnie, that we know enough that that is something that they have the capabilities of, that they are capable of playing that game by itself in a week 19, that they are capable of, of eliminating the bye week between the conference championships and the Super Bowl? That is, is workable. You're right. Taking an entire NFL week, a full week where all 32 teams are in action and jumping it seven days later, I understand the week 19 is on the table, and there are some reports that suggest the NFL is going to bypass that. 
Yeah, there's a, and there's a lot of things up in the air. There are some reports coming out from some quote unquote insiders that say like, and the most the craziest one I heard is you know the week 19 schedule would still have I guess the Bengals playing the Bills, but then half of the AFC playing while the NFC didn't play, then vice versa the next week. But also when you're getting into those type of environments, you sell all year long how important that number one overall seed is because there's only two teams that are going to get a buy. This would de facto give the entire NFL if you win a bye week here, which takes away from the one seed, which gets back to the fairness of the entire market. And I, I guess you really can't do this, but to be honest, the fairest thing to do, take it out of the NFL's hands and the players' hands is you just declare no contest. Hey, Buffalo, I'm sorry. Like you're 12 and three, Kansas City's 13 and three. If they win, you win this weekend. They're still going to have that tiebreaker over you because of overall winning percentage and they played another game. That's the only thing I can see. And if I'm going to ask you this question, what are your odds here, since we're odds men, on that game that actually gets played? Do you think the Bills and the Bengals will actually get played? Is it more likely the NFL switches everything around to accommodate this game or goes, boy, logistically, this is a nightmare. We're just going to go no contest and we'll let the chips fall where they may. I know, Buffalo, it's not fair to you, but we can't move 15 other football games and switch around weeks at a time and maybe force the NFL to make a tough decision on the Super Bowl. It's much easier just to say no contest. Well, so that is the favorite. But again, I don't know why they have to move 15 games around. They're just going to play week. We already know they're just going to play week 18, right? Like we, there's in two days from now, yes. week 18 begins on Saturday. It's about whether or not we're starting the playoffs on the what would be what the 14th or whether or not we are a day away from Bengals bills. That's what seems to be the question right now. And it's by the way, it's not just the bye week and the rest that comes with it. It's home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Sure. It's which has massive impacts on whether or not a team is supposed to win a Super Bowl. And again, as much as the Ravens, I think at this point could care less about playing the Cincinnati Bengals for the division, because I have no <laughs> idea if Lamar Jackson's ever going to come back. They're just going to yeah. miss an entire divisional game where they could potentially win a division. If Cincinnati were to lose to Buffalo, that of course has a lot of impacts as well. We'll talk about the changing Super Bowl odds later in hour number two, but a lot more coming up here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back with you here on Sports Grid. I want to take a look at some of the quarterback questions going into week 18. And it does fall in line with what we just talked about in terms of Bengals Bills and the AFC North because the questions around Lamar still remain. No indication that Lamar is ever playing in a Baltimore uniform again. The Ravens are 30-1 to to win the Super Bowl right now. Division odds are off the board on the FanDuel Sportsbook because I do believe Bengals Bills would need to be played in order to make Baltimore even live to win the division. But you, uh, Donnie, were taking a look at the fact that that game, Cincinnati-Baltimore, is a 1 p.m. game and how it could impact the slate a little bit later on. Yeah, it, it certainly does because all eyes would be focused there on that game. Okay, 1 o'clock, it makes some sense here, but the NFL tries to keep you know that competitive advantage going on both sides because what does the NFL want? Games that mean something, and as many games that mean something as possible, even, Kevin, if it only means something for one team. The reason why this game is going to be played at 1 o'clock, and now the Cincinnati Bengals are a heavy favorite over the Baltimore Ravens because it doesn't look like we get Lamar Jackson. If the Cincinnati Bengals win, that locks in the Chargers at that 4 o'clock hour already into the 50, which is so important. If you're looking at Brandon Staley, you know, most of the times, if you're in that 5th, 6th, or 7th, What's the big difference here? You're going to be going on the road. Why not take that bye week in week 18 here and then be off to the playoffs and be healthy? Well, the Chargers came out very early in the week. Oh, no, 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 no. We're playing for this fifth seed. We want the fifth seed. Starters are going to go full go. Everybody's going to be available. We need to win at Denver because they want to play the winner of the Jacksonville Jaguars-Tennessee Titans game, and that's an advantage, and you should do that. should want to play that game as opposed to going up against the Bills, the Chiefs, or even the Bengals at that point, but also the competitive now disadvantage that you have, and if you're the Chargers, you were going to go full go in week 18 to preserve that, meaning if both of those games were side-by-side, you would have to do that and scoreboard watch. Now you're looking at the Chargers getting their bye week and being completely healthy once they enter into the playoffs, which is a massive advantage. I don't know if the NFL, they're usually pretty keen on this type of stuff, but the fact of the matter is we weren't battling TV games, Kevin. And what I mean by that is, oh, you know what? We got to put this team in a Saturday night slot. We got to put this team in the Sunday night slot like the Green Bay Packers because we know that'll automatically get ratings. These two weren't the ratings games. I'm surprised they didn't line these both up at either 1 o'clock or 425 to keep that competitive advantage which it looks like a late Christmas gift now for the Los Angeles Chargers. And is there any indication as to how that happens here? I don't know. I I see Cincinnati playing at one, and my mind goes to, okay, Buffalo is playing at one. So there is a link in terms of those two teams. And that's not just playing last week, but that's, one seed ramifications and that's also because Dolphins Jets is at one o'clock I understand Broncos Chargers is at four it's hard to move things up I guess ultimately what it turns out to is it's kind of hey good for the Chargers right where they they get the benefit I guess it the Chargers playing at four are not getting put in a bad position it's only a net positive for them. Yes. I like for example, the Sunday night game, I know the NFL doesn't care and I know we both agree that the Lions will play like it is the Super yes. Bowl no matter what happens, but 
The Seahawks are actively being put in a bad spot by eliminating the team that they need to win on Sunday night. They are being put in a bad spot. The Chargers and Ravens at least aren't, but it's a great point by you, massively shifting those odds now that see the Chargers as a a two-and-a-half-point dog to the Denver Broncos. We'll talk more about Lamar and the Ravens. We're going to do a Super Bowl reset for you in our number two. There are some very real questions around Lamar and when he will or, or won't be back. I want to get to another big line move, though, which involves Justin Fields being out against the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite now in this game. This conversation goes two directions here, but I think the first one is, why in the world would the Minnesota Vikings, Donnie, be playing starters? I, I mean, honestly, why in the world are the Vikings going out there and pushing for the two seed when they need the Niners to lose, who are a 14-point favorite against the yes. Arizona Cardinals? And by the way, you're better off probably as the three seed and playing the New York Giants instead of the piping hot Green Bay Packers who just embarrassed you. And also getting your bye week. It's so like the way that we set up these week 18 games is like, oh, man, the number one bye. We talk about, right, the number one seed gets the bye. What an advantage. These teams can take their own buys in week 18. Now, granted, (laughs) again, it's not a true buy because you do have to play some of your players. But it would be nice to have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, TJ Hawkinson, Kirk Cousins, and Dalvin Cook not take a single snap in this game. So they're fully healthy and legs will be there for the playoff run. I don't know why you would play because I hear this notion too, right? You saw the the offense doesn't have any issues in Minnesota. It's the defense. Oh, you know, you got to get that taste out of your mouth. They're getting blood. For what? For what? You go out and beat the Chicago Bears, and the vibes are party-like, and Kirk Cousins has his shirt off on the plane ride home, and you're like, hey, man, let's put on all the chains. No, no, no. It's all business from here at this point. I understand if you want to say to yourself, hey, look, I got to keep these guys sharp and focused, which a lot of teams do, and you even take a look at the New York Giants. We'll make the decision later in the week because you know what that means? You guys got to come to work, put your film study in, lift your weights, and act like you're playing because if I tell you you're not playing, you know you're going to take a little bit of slack this week and take it off. If I tell you there's a good chance you're going to line up on Sunday and play, you better be pedaled to the metal all week long. I get that. And if you want to have Kirk Cousins and that offense, just play a series or two. I understand it just to keep them in rhythm for the playoff. But you're right. This is going to be a game in the fourth quarter, Kevin, against the Chicago Bears that I'm looking at Kirk Cousins out here throwing footballs. Now, how about this one? This would be tremendous because I don't know if the head coach would be able to make it to actual Monday. You know what also is at stake in this game? The Bears are an absolutely Mm -hmm. terrible, terrible defense. Justin Jefferson probably should be within 75 yards right now, breaking the all-time NFL receiving record for a season, which Calvin Johnson has at 1964. But he was so, you know, over, I should, underwhelming would be the better response here against the Green Bay Packers and Jair Alexander. He needs close to 200 yards to get that. There's no way, Kevin, right? We're not going to see him get 25 targets in this game because imagine this. He's got 187 yards. It's late third quarter against the Bears. You're just feeding him left and right, and oh, no. There goes the Achilles for Jeff Jefferson because we're trying to get him this passing or this receiving number. I don't think that's going to happen here in this game, but you're right. Initial point, Minnesota Vikings, what do you do? You play them more than three snaps, three series, whatever. You're doing a disservice to your team. Uh, the Justin Jefferson thing is so important. Sneaky in the room. They have to be so happy about how he played against Green Bay. Yes. Because I'll tell and, and look, if he gets the record, it's his record. But who is respecting Justin Jefferson getting an extra game 
and going for 200 yards on the worst defense in football because the Vikings throw the ball 40 times and all 40 are to Justin Jefferson, irrelevant to whatever's even happening on the scoreboard. Who could possibly care or even be impressed Michael by Strahan such a thing? He would. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Strain and Brett Favre sat there at the game with Calvin Johnson saying, you're going to love <laughs> yes, what, what you get yes. to see here. Uh-huh. Uh, I totally get your point. I'll just mention this quickly because the Bears were live for the one seed or the uh, worst record, I should yeah. say. Bryce Young's minus 115 to be the number one overall pick. C.J. Stroud is 2-1. to one. And then it's Jalen Carter and Will Anderson at plus 750. Those numbers would move, I think, significantly. If the Bears ended up losing and the Texans were victorious. However, it is a plus 740 money line parlay for the Texans and the Bears to win. Mm. You're better off getting involved there than saying, oh, the Bears are taking Jalen Carter if they have the first overall pick. There's so many things that would have to happen, Donnie. Plus, as I'm sure you would indicate to people, Bears get the first pick. They're trading out of that spot. Absolutely. I mean, they are so deficient in talent across the board. They have their franchise guy, or at least they think they have their franchise guy. There's no way they're sitting at one and just drafting because there will be teams making phone calls to them desperately needing a quarterback. I don't know, maybe the New York Jets, maybe the Washington Commanders. Think about how many teams need a franchise guy. They could trade out of that spot, stack a ton of picks together, and truly rebuild that football team around Justin Fields. And I still think there's a world the Texans don't go quarterback, but are you getting enough value right now in the marketplace? I I think you can have some hesitation. I know we want to talk about Sam Howell. I fear we're going to get cut off a bit, so here's what we'll do. We'll start with the, uh, the numbers conversation, and then, Donnie, we'll come back after the break, and you can kind of get into what this signifies for the franchise. Sam Howell is a seven-point dog against Dallas who is trying to steal a division that the odds tell us they have no chance to win. The Eagles are minus 900 on the money line against the Giants. How long is Dallas playing for against the Commanders? What do we expect from Sam Howell in this football game? I don't know what we expect from Sam Howell in this football game, but to be honest with you, Kevin, and again, we'll get into some of the fun stuff after the break. Can it be any worse? Like, I, and I'm tired of hearing the Taylor Heineke, hey, man, these guys seem to play for Heineke. Yeah, I look at the scores. They really play for on offense where they score like 13 to 17 points a game, and he does nothing here. Carson Wentz, a just absolutely train wreck fell off. So I don't know if it can be any worse, but it is a rookie quarterback. But you're right. Is Dallas getting set up in this spot here? Like, is Dallas in the room going, hey, we might be able to get that top seed, win the division, the number one. But, boy, if we go all out here and we need Pollard, who has a hip injury, and that gets worse, or a thigh injury, or we run Zeke, who's been wearing a knee brace, out here or Dak Prescott says hey I have a little bit of pressure in this game I have to win throws three more interceptions and all we keep talking about is how much he turns it over there's a lot for the Dallas Cowboys if I'm the Cowboys myself I'm not playing starters more than like one quarter in this football game they're going to basically have like you know we have like the little iPads I mean they're setting up a a big screen TV on the sideline to watch Eagles Giants so the the Dallas the dish is back for that football game (laughs) SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Top down miscommunication. It happens in all walks of life. Sometimes you just don't know where things are going. And that's how I would describe the Washington Commanders. Because the Washington Commanders checked into a Week 17 game. I had to have it game. We're in the driver's seat to make the NFC playoffs. And they lost that game. And apparently, they had no idea (laughs) that losing that game would be damaging to their postseason hopes. A press conference question that I don't know who the reporter's name was, but... Uh, what a what a moment for you where you ask Ron Rivera, hey, are you going to start Sam Howell if you're eliminated going to week 18? And Ron Rivera's like, eliminated? I mean, based on, are we, can we be eliminated? Oh, wow. And well, now Sam Howell is starting because the commanders are eliminated. Uh, DRS, what does this signify to you around the Washington commanders? Yeah, let's go back to the original points here on what actually that game meant for the last game that the Commanders played. If you continue to win, you have a legitimate chance to get into the playoffs. They played the Cleveland Browns, who were out of it, and the Cleveland Browns come into town and win. But let's look at the game as a whole, right? There was a reason why Ron Rivera put Carson Wentz in the game against the San Francisco 49ers. Because Heineke can't do anything out there. So it's like, you know what? The upside on Wentz is more important to me, even though the downside can be quite terrible. Comes in, I know it was junk time, but still gets a good defense and move the ball. So Rivera goes, okay, Cleveland's coming up next. I need to push this football downfield. Like, we need a miracle, it feels like, to win a few games. And maybe I'll catch lightning in a bottle. So, okay, I understand the thought process of getting, you know, Carson Wentz back into the lineup. So, immediately, Carson Wentz throws a pick, and Ron Rivera goes, ah, stop pushing the football down the field, which is exactly the reason why I put you in this football game. Fast forward to the end of the game. They lose it because Carson Wentz, after that second interception, let's play three yards in a cloud of dust and pray Cleveland can't score a touchdown. Didn't work out. You lost by two touchdowns. And in the postgame press conference, Ron Rivera, as you said, was asked, like, hey, like you're eliminated now. I didn't know that. Which probably running through Ron Rivera's mind in the game itself is, well, I'm going to let Carson Wentz play through this. We'll see if he can because next week we're going to need him or I can just go back to Heineke in a game that means a lot in week 18. And you say to yourself, oh, my God, this franchise is so incompetent right now that they don't even know what the ramifications would be with a loss. Because I guarantee you right now, Kevin, 
Carson Wentz would have been pulled in the first quarter if it meant we have to win this football game or we're mm -hmm. dead on arrival next week, which Rivera didn't know. Let's fast forward to this week now, right? So you say to yourself, well, who's going to start a quarterback? Ron Rivera, day one, goes, I don't really know. We'll, we'll take it day by day here, but they're out of it, so I'll let you guys know. Goes into the quarterback room, which probably has Carson Wentz, Taylor Heineke, and Sam Howe. And as the head coach goes, hey, Taylor, I know you don't get to start a lot. You started a few games in the past. You're going to get the nod here. You deserve it for the final game of the season, and which is big for Heineke. Still playing for an NFL job, a backup quarterback position for the commanders. Who knows? Maybe even a starting job. We don't know that here. And you're telling me that Taylor Heineke sat in that meeting and goes, hey, coach, man, would love to start out here this weekend, but the rookie deserves it over me in week 18? I don't even know what's going on in that room at this point because for a head coach, you should get that feedback. Hey, man. You are a team guy, Heineke, but you're still starting out there in this one. Ron Rivera went into that meeting and goes, oh, you know what? That sounds great. Like, I thought about it all night long. You should be the starter, but you don't want to be the starter. So we'll hmm. give it to the rookie over here. I don't know where the Washington Commanders are going, but my goodness, it would be a disaster, I guess, if Ron Rivera comes back next year. Has no feel for the locker room at all, and players are actively saying, I don't want to start. Even though, like, you're not Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. I have 400 starts under my belt here. No, you're fighting for your life in the NFL, and that guy is telling you he doesn't want to start. Let a rookie start, because if that rookie plays good, I my job might be gone. I don't even know what's going on anymore, Kevin. I don't. Yeah, I think the big thing to me is none of these three quarterbacks are going to be their week one starter next year, or at least they should not be the plan. Wentz is yeah. done. We know this. Nobody's entering a season with Heineke as your week one starter. And while I'm sure some people think, hey, don't you got to give Sam Howell a shot? I know that we know who Sam Howell is. He was just at UNC and was a great quarterback in college. He was, the fifth, he was, he was a fifth-round draft choice. Teams don't sit down and strap in for round five picks to be the franchise quarterback. Even if Sam Howell goes out there and lights up Dallas, that would maybe earn him the opportunity to be quarterback two yeah. on their roster. My point is, if you're shifting the quarterback room, a full shift in Washington probably makes sense. It does feel like Ron Rivera is coaching his last game this week for Washington, which perfectly brings us to the Vegas Raiders. We're also going to be shifting at the quarterback position. I got an interesting piece of news from Devontae Adams, who says, I'm not leaving, but I do want input on the quarterback. It helps us go through this charade of what's going on with Derek Carr. Everybody knows what's going on with Derek Carr. He is now completely done in Vegas. It begs the question who is going to be making their way to Vegas, though, Donnie, to be the quarterback. Now, I think there are a couple of interesting names that are on the list. It's a lot of these guys that are tied to Josh McDaniels. I'm curious how Devontae will feel, but I'm curious how you feel as well. Let me ask you with Tom Brady, who I think a lot of people have been connecting dots to in terms of a potential landing spot. How realistic do you think Tom Brady to Vegas is? And do Because Devontae not leaving means they want to win football games next year. This is not a tear down or reset. They want to win football games. How realistic is Brady to Vegas? And do you think that would be a good move for this franchise? I don't think it is. I, I don't. Tom Brady's going to be another year older. Now, granted, on my tweet deck over the weekend, those tweets were queued up here. Pah! You want Brady around the rest of football? They're getting crushed. And he looks terrible against the Panthers. 
And you fast forward the fourth quarter, Brady throws like four bills. They come back and win it. They win the division. So maybe those tweets ring a little bit of hollow with me sending them out. But I still don't think that's the future for you. You have a really good, talented base in Las Vegas right now with offensive weapons. I'm looking for that next level. Tom Brady is still playing at a level that's not Tom Brady-ish even from two years ago which leads me to believe it might even get worse next year. And also, Tom Brady, take a look around the league. Put the Buccaneers, Kevin, in Las Vegas' position and switch it. Vegas goes over to the NFC South, and then you take the NFC South where the Bucs are in and put them out there in the AFC West. Brady probably would have be retired by week 11 already because they'd have no shot for the playoffs and getting beat down every single week. But Brady sort of has that mirage factor right now. Hey, look at that. They won the division. They stink. That entire division stunk here. And Brady's the benefactor of that and is now going to get to the playoffs. I don't think it's the right move for Tom Brady to go to Vegas. There are better options on the table than Tom Brady. I So we'll get to the other options that are on the table for, for Vegas. I For Tom... I don't, again, because they're, they're, he can't possibly be playing until he's like 52 years old. How many more years of this is left? Do you really want to go to the Mahomes division? We see how that yeah. worked out for us. Herbert was able to bounce back here. But again, now you've also got Herbert you're fighting against. Are there better options on the table for Tom Brady this deep into the career? I do think it is realistic, though. Because nobody can deny that while Tom Brady will start to plan his future ahead, Meaning Tom Brady's talked to Josh McDaniels if they want this to be a realistic possibility. And both parties know whether there is some legitimate interest there. There are also a couple of other guys connected to Josh McDaniels that could very well be on the table for this football team. But how exciting are they? How good are they? Jimmy G is coming free. We know that to be true. Could the Raiders add Jimmy Garoppolo? Again, he's going to be a free agent. McDaniels has a relationship with him. One sneaky thing about Garoppolo, aside from being completely overrated and being in a, in a wonderful system, Donnie, he's one of the most injury-prone quarterbacks in football. In I, I do not – someone is going to sign up for Garoppolo to be their QB1, but I think it is a bad idea for anybody that actually makes that decision. He is as untrustworthy it gets at the position for me. If you want to have a chance at making the playoffs as your ceiling, take Jimmy Garoppolo. He'll give you competent football week to week. He won't go out there and win you any football games. Probably won't lose your football games. And in the biggest moments, you're going to be handing off to your running back as opposed to throwing the football. When you're trying to close out a first half, and I don't know, in the Super Bowl, when it's a tie game and you have mm. the ball close to midfield. Instead of taking knees with Jimmy Garoppolo, you might be able to do something a little bit different with another quarterback who might be a gunslinger. Jimmy Garoppolo, for me, is a good quarterback. Kevin and I have never knocked that. But the whole ceiling out there and the media that talks about Jimmy Garoppolo's record, and my God, what a devastating loss. Don't you remember the day after Garoppolo went down for the San Francisco 49ers? All those odds plummeted. People said, wow, lost Jimmy Garoppolo. Now what are you going to do? Yes, the last man drafted as a rookie quarterback who is not fast, who is not big, who is not strong, who does not have a great arm, is on an unbelievable winning streak in your offense that also includes Debo Samuel being down for a few weeks here. So Jimmy Garoppolo's stock is at an all-time low for me. He can be a starter in the league, but if you want to win anything, he's not my starter. I, I again, totally agree. Then let's get to the ultimate Devontae Adams input. 
I do imagine that they will entertain Devontae Adams. Yeah, come on, who, who, who are you Have interested to. in? And I imagine the first name Devontae Adams will say is Aaron Rodgers. And I very much so look forward to doing this dance again. Even though I've been wrong every offseason and Donnie's been right, I still enjoy the heck out of it. Every offseason, Rodgers goes, I might retire. I might leave. I don't care about money. Donnie goes, lie, lie, lie. And then he shows up in Green Bay with a contract extension. But I still like the fun of it. And they're going to the playoffs almost very assuredly, favored to. They play the Niners in round number one. They will be a legitimate dog in that football game. And potentially Rodgers will find himself eliminated by a subpar starter in San Francisco again. And we will say, well, maybe this would have been better if you weren't throwing to Alan Lazard and Christian Watson. Vegas is splashy. Devontae's there. We would give this team juice if Rodgers showed up. Any bite to the idea that Rodgers could reunite with Devontae Adams in Vegas next season? I don't think so. I think there's more of a chance that Devontae Adams would reunite with Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> next year and be traded back than him actually leave. Because you're right about it. There's a legacy in Green Bay here. Now, they only won one Super Bowl, and it seems like so, so long ago at this point. But every time we think Aaron Rodgers is upset, like the perfect scenario for Aaron Rodgers to leave was last year, right? I got my entire contract rewritten because if I don't like one thing Gutenkoo says, I'm allowed to leave and go wherever I want to, and you can't stop me. And let alone he signed with them. They took away his best weapon. And Aaron Rodgers having the time of his life, even when they were under 500, looking like no chance to absolutely win at all. We always thought Aaron Rodgers would stay. I don't think there's a legitimate chance that he goes. And also, Kevin, you still have to point out that factor. Hey, let's go to Vegas. Great destination. Great city. Warmer weather. Reunited with Devontae Adams. A sharp offensive mind as a head coach. Got weapons around me. And, oh, yeah, I have to butt my heads with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. And, oh, yeah, remember Denver Stunk? They got a trillionaire owner that's going to spend whatever he needs to make it right, including getting a world-class head coach. Yeah, I think I like Green Bay a lot here for Aaron Rodgers. And all of that is a reminder as to why Vegas trying to push in this offseason was a bit interesting. And I wonder if that does give potential teams or potential quarterbacks some hesitation. If Rodgers is going to make his way out of Green Bay, which he's unlikely to do, though it would be great if the one season he doesn't try and leave, they're like, uh, yeah, we want Jordan Love to start, hit the bricks. <laughs> I still don't think Vegas would be option number one. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And... Producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Closing out hour number one. We're talking about quarterbacks for the Vegas Raiders next season. And there's one name I cannot help but throw out there. Because you're going to hear about Brady, the connection to Josh McDaniels. You'll hear about Garoppolo, the connection to Josh McDaniels. There's one more, Mac Jones. Now, I'm sure people think that's ridiculous. But does anybody actually think that Bill Belichick wants Mac Jones still in New England? I don't. That really, I don't, Also, I don't think Mac Jones wants to be in New England anymore. Now, I don't know if Mac Jones will have a ton of say in that. I'm not sure that anybody will be beating down the door for Mac Jones. But since they in Vegas have made the decision to move off of Derek Carr, they got to get somebody, a young quarterback that McDaniels has a relationship with DRS. Am I crazy to throw the Mac Jones name out there? Yeah, I mean, if he wants, he says, you know what? I, I don't even like this Vegas Raiders job anymore. Hey, Mac Jones, be my starting quarterback. Bam, perfect. Got fired after my second year because of how bad we were with Mac Jones in that division. And now I can go back to coach under Bill Belichick and eventually be the head coach of the New England Patriots. That's how much I think Mac Jones would help the situation in Vegas. The only help will be to help the head coach get fired sooner than later. I, I think that this... Again, this Vegas team has made the decision to move off Derek Carr. You said jokingly during the break, maybe the best answer is actually mm -hmm. the guy that's already in the building. But yeah, he's gone, right? We Derek, Derek Carr is gone. I don't think that Josh McDaniels is going to push for a reset. Hey, let me draft a quarterback. I'll trade up. We'll get somebody in the 15s. You know, we've got time here. I don't think that's going well, to Levis. be the plan. Woo! Yeah, I'm. Pff, listen, I'm sure. I'm sure he'd love to. Honestly, knowing the Patriot way, they draft a guy in round three, and they'd be like, "This, this is this is our guy." Like, yeah. are you kidding me? You don't see Stetson Bennett as a winner at a super uh, high level. But yep. I, I just wonder if McDaniel's says, "Oh, I, I can get something out of Mac Jones," and Bell, Bell's like, "You know what? Matt Patricia can't have him." We'll find out though. Certainly, a slot still up for grabs. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.